As is so often the way, God speaks to us the word we need to hear, when we need to hear it. In this week's reflection, Father Tim meditates on the fifth of the last words of Jesus, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? How many of us find those words on our lips during this time of pandemic, self-isolation, and global worry? Perhaps we can unite those words to Christ's and find solace and strength to meet what comes, and to be the people, the church, we are called to be in this moment. Here's Father Tim. In his moment of greatest anguish, Jesus screams out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Many of us have kept vigil with someone we know or love who is sick, suffering, or dying. Imagine those words not only on Christ's lips, but on theirs as well. Anyone who has watched a person they love grapple with the felt absence or silence of God in extreme pain knows the gravity of this moment. For Mary, for his friends, it would have been devastating. Some say this cry of Christ on the cross is the prayer of every atheist. They are half right. These words are a prayer, but they are an act of faith posed in the very moment when God feels furthest away. Jesus doubles down when God is known only as silence. He looks at us as he says these words, for they are the example he gives. In recent years, many of us have felt Jesus' words surge in our hearts as new revelations of clerical abuse and cover-up have broken our hearts and shattered our trust. We are left in anger and in fear, saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken us? But I ask you, on our lips, do these words express faith or despair? We say we have faith in Jesus and that is good, but as we meet his gaze on the cross, as he cries out, we are invited to have more than faith in Jesus. We are to have the faith of Jesus. To turn to God even when it means facing our fear of God's abandonment. To have the trust and courage to expect an answer and to wait for it, even if we wait in silence.